Hey, thanks for tuning in to my podcast. No bad news by yours truly, Don P. Make sure you go follow me on all social media platforms. And as always, stay motivated. Y'all know what time it is. It is another episode of No Bad News, hosted by yours truly, Don P. I know last week I had to take a week off. Um, You guys didn't get a new episode, but that's because I wanted everybody to catch up with the episodes. I wanted people to be able to, you know, kind of go back, listen to all my material if you haven't had a chance to in the past, because now you got some extra time in your hands and that was just a load of crap. I got busy last week. I can't lie. So I had to come up with something. Um, Hopefully it worked out for you guys who have been trying to catch up on episodes, but I've been consistently dropping content. So uh, hopefully by now you're all caught caught up. Um, If not, you need to keep listening because I got a ton of material and I need you to listen and I need you to promote and I need you to stay motivated. It's May 4th. My wife's birthday is tomorrow, May 5th, Cinco de Mayo. And it is the first time I believe they said Cinco de Mayo is on an official Taco Tuesday. So um, she don't she don't want tacos, though. Um, She wants uh, some stir fry. So we're going to do it that way tomorrow. Uh, So if you guys can, it'd be amazing if you could wish her a happy birthday. Um, she would greatly appreciate it. I would greatly appreciate it. Um, I love my wife. And if you love me, you love her too. That's just how it goes. So we're going to go get into these no bad news stories of the week. Get it popping nice and easy. April 30th, 2020. Teacher by the name of Kent Chambers at Bob Jones High School in Madison, Alabama, took his stimulus check refund that his family received, paid $600 to pay for utility bills for three of his students, and that should cover their utilities for at least the next three months. Um, He also donated $600 to the Burn Care Center um, in his area, and they are buying from local businesses, him and his wife, as well as still paying their gym membership. Now, they are doing something very awesome because, like you all should know by now, um, I teach, you know, three classes on average a week at Title Boxing Club in Granville, Michigan. Obviously, all the restaurants, bars and gyms are shut down. Um, and some of our members or a lot of our members um, have reached out to us and have, you know, just showed some some great support. Um, you know, most of our members have had the um, option of being able to to put their accounts on hold until we open up again. We've had some members cancel their memberships, but for the most part, we've had some members that continue to pay their membership uh, to show support for the club. And, you know, a huge shout out to all those members in Granville that are still paying their membership and showing um, some support for the small local businesses in the area. Um, It means a lot to us. And, you know, for you and your family, Mr. Chambers, uh, we greatly appreciate it. Um, Definitely know what you guys are going through. Keep up the good fight. April 22nd, 2020, Principal Farika West of Poplar Springs High School in Florida. Yes, I'm talking about schools. It's a very sensitive time of year, if you all didn't know. I'll get back to that in a second. But this principal reached out to the photographer who took the senior's portraits and had the pictures blown up and printed to line both sides of the school's scenic driveway to recognize all of his seniors. Um, For some of you guys, you might go, okay, what's the big deal? It's a huge deal. These seniors aren't getting a traditional graduation. They're not getting a traditional prom. They're not getting a traditional senior skip day. I mean, some of those amazing experiences that I hope all of us had in high school as seniors, they're not getting to have. I mean, they they literally had the best part of their school year stripped away from them. You know, starting the school year as a senior, it's exciting. 
you know, that, you know, those, those, you know, icebreaker dancers, those are exciting. But then once you start getting into winter, you know, all the, all the winter sports start. Now, don't get me wrong. I, you know, I play a little bit of football in high school, but basketball season was, was my bread and butter, you know, prom season was just, you know, it was the best thing to look forward to. You know, you've been going to school all these years to have this, you know, amazing moment and it's stripped away from you. So that's why I've been focusing on these schools. Okay. Don't you turn your back on me. <laughs> April 23rd, 2020. DTE, Quicken Loans, General Motors, and the Skillman and Kellogg Foundations joined forces with Detroit Public Schools. They fundraised over $23 million, which means Detroit students get laptops and free internet service. Um, by early June, more than 50,000 Detroit students will get new tablet-style laptops and free internet access to facilitate online learning. If you guys know me, you should know I'm from the D, okay? And, you know, for my first, for elementary school, I went to Detroit Public Schools. By the time I got to middle school, my mom had pulled me off the Detroit Public School system just because she felt that it was abandoned, um, it was run down, and there were great teachers, but, you know, there, there wasn't enough, you know, they felt like it wasn't enough money and, um, if you would say materials for us to access at all times to, and, you know, for us to feel, at least for her to feel like, you know, we're going to be successful being in the hands of a Detroit public school system. After elementary school, me, only, only my brothers went to a public middle school in Ann Arbor Trail. I mostly went to, um, basically, uh, inner city academies, um, so, you know, it was definitely a different standard that we were all held to um, charter schools, if you will. Um, so it, it was a lot different coming up for us. So, you know, when I get to hear about amazing things happening, especially when the Detroit public school system gets the proper resources that they need, it's huge. It's huge. And I'm sure there's, you know, cities like Detroit all over the world. And some of those inner city school systems don't get the resources, don't get the money, don't get the materials that they need. Um, and even me being as a mentor um, in one of the academies out here, I just know there's just somebody is not ensuring that our kids have everything they need in every single classroom at every single moment. And I find that very upsetting. So for something like this to happen, especially the big names like DT, Quicken Loans, General Motors, Skillman um, and Kellogg Foundations, you know, for them to jump in and want to be a part of this during, you know, this uh, this pandemic is huge. Um, and, you know, I, I highly, highly tip my hat to them because, you know, they didn't have to do it, but they did. Um, and I can really appreciate that. You know, we got to go take this break. I got to get these quick money. This quick money. I'm going to correct myself. It's been a week off. OK, I had to take a break. I need a breather. Some mental me time. All right. Be back right after this. So, no bad news. Quote of the week. I love this one. This is one of my favorite ones by far. Be yourself. No one else is qualified. Darn it. I couldn't have said that better myself. You know, it's, it's, it's been some times in life when, um, when I was younger, especially, you know, I'd always try to impress the wrong people. Um, I'd always try to talk myself up a little bit higher than what I was supposed to. Tried to stretch the story a little bit longer than what it really was. Just, you know, just to impress people. And the more and more and more I started to think about it and got older and got more exposed to different things, 
you know, and this is this is something that I've been like kind of. I don't know. I, I think I, I was battling myself with this from the, you know, from the age of middle school all the way up, probably until I was probably 26. And, I, you know, I'll, I'll give you for an example, for an example, uh, when I went to middle school, it, it's so funny. You know, you, you got your your regular Timberlands, you know, the people in my neighborhood, when we grew up and you they may have said around you, it was called Timbos. You had a nice pair of Timbos. You fit in. Well, at the charter school that I went to middle school at, um, they were banned. And me, like my parents, we had certain name brand stuff, but we didn't have every single name brand. Like I didn't have, I didn't have a pair of Wheat Tims. You know, I caught, I got the off colors, like the blues and the reds because they were on sale and they were on discount. And my dad wasn't paying $160 for no pair of no Timberlands. You know what I'm saying? Maybe on my birthday, but my birthday falls in May. So it was typically gym shoes. Like I literally growing up, I got one pair of Jordans a year. <laughs> I got one pair of Jordans a year. Um, and I got one pair of boots every other year. You know, like we, they didn't buy stuff for us to just go through just to get some more. You know, we, we utilized our stuff. And I don't, I'll never forget, we were in the lunch line and one of the teachers that came out, you know, when you're in line for lunch, he's all like, if you got a pair of Timberlands on, you need to get to the back of the line. I didn't have Timberlands. I had on Caterpillars. They were weak Caterpillars. If you don't know what Caterpillar boots are, okay, they look just like Timberlands. It's a, except it's a big, a big, big difference in the in the toe area and in the crease area. Like it's a huge difference. But they were the same color as Timbos. And I wanted to be cool, so I started walking back to the end of the line. <laughs> like, and I was a chubby kid growing up too. And I really wanted lunch. It was Wednesday, so that meant it was pizza day. You know, so I'm just like, man, dang. You know what? Well, I'm gonna be cool with my boys and walk back there. And then one of my boys called me out, like, bro, you ain't even wearing Tim's. And I'm like, you gotta say it that loud. Be quiet. Watch your mouth. You know, so you know, you, you, you can't just you can't be somebody else. You can't you can't front to be somebody else or front to have other things that you, you really don't have. You know, it's it's not worth it. It's not worth it. I even remember when I wanted to date girls, like the stuff I would tell them that you know and, and and the way i would approach him and this persona i would give myself like it was completely different if i can go back i would flat up tell a girl now like look i look the way i look and i'm goofy and i'm weird and if you don't like it so what because i found myself doing things that i wouldn't normally do just for women that i typically that typically wouldn't even go for me and it's not because of the way i looked or the way they looked. they typically wouldn't go for me because my personality didn't fit them some of these girls, they want a thug. I was never a thug. Don't get me wrong. Don't push me. I don't want to have to take you there. But I ain't no thug. I don't act like the thug. I, I hold my head up high. I pronunciate my words correctly. You know, I hold doors. I, I, you know, I pull out chairs. I, I do things like that like a gentleman would. Like a, like a well-spoken gentleman would, especially from Detroit. Especially being African-American. I do things a little different. Because if you're going to look at me, you're going to look at me right way. You're going to look at me as a man, not as a black man. <laughs> you're going to look at me as a man. And that's it. So be yourself. No one else is qualified. They don't even come close. They don't even know what the resume looks like. You know, some of the things that I have done in the past have, like I said, it's been completely out of character. But you know what? For doing some of these things, it made me realize the things that matter most which is where I'm hitting home, COVID-19. 
you're starting to realize what matters most. I've been doing these quarantine and chill episodes, and I know if you've been listening, you've been picking up uh, bits and pieces, and you've been shaking your head like, yeah, yeah, that's me too. I know it is. There's no way it couldn't be. I've interviewed several different people that have several different brains, think several different ways. You match up with one of them, okay? So, you know, be, be, be proud of who you are. Be happy of who you are. Be excited about who you are. There's nobody else that can be you the way that you can be you. There's nobody has went through the trials and tribulations that you have gone through to stand to your own two feet and be who you are right now. It's crazy when you think about it. And the biggest thing about, you know, being yourself, um, you got to forgive yourself. You got to forgive yourself, you know, for, for everything that you've um, experienced as far as negative goes and the things that have been bad in your life. And, you know, at some point you probably blame yourself for all the things that have gone wrong and or you blame other people. Either way, at some point, you probably got down on yourself. You probably hit your lowest low and you got down on yourself and you beat yourself up about it. And here you are 10 years later, still beating yourself up about the what ifs and what should have been and what can't be because of what you have now. And, you know, the, the honesty of it all. You haven't forgiven yourself to, to move past some of the things that have hurt you and broken you as an individual. Be yourself. Forgive yourself. Love yourself. I remember um, 2009 like it was yesterday. Like it was yesterday, man. And it's one of those moments where you tell yourself once you're going through the consequences of was it really worth it? Um, 2009, we're at Grand Valley. Some of you know this story went out to a sorority party at Grand Valley. One of the, probably would have been a really, really good night. Um, we get out there and we go into the party and, you know, we've, we've got our drinks, everything's going good. And then one of my boys approaches me like, hey, can we go to the store and get some more liquor? And I'm like, I really don't want to. And I should have just stuck with that answer. And he's like, no, nah, man, I got a couple girls. I want to hang out with us. We just need some more liquor. And I'm just like, no, nah, I really don't want to go. And I say, you know what? Screw it. Come on, man. Let's just go. Let's get it over with. We get there and realize that he gets in the, like, once we get the liquor, he gets in the car with the other girls. They drive off. I end up driving his car. And that's when I got busted with my first DUI. I had to withdraw from school. I was in jail for 21 days. And the worst part about it is I thought I could hide it from my parents. And I couldn't because after two weeks, them not talking to me, which I didn't understand how this wouldn't register in my head. But, you know, they started getting concerned. Thankfully, my best friend um, reached out to my, my mom and, and let her know what happened. And it was probably one of the most heartbreaking days of my life, because instead of just doing, you know, my time in jail and getting out and getting things back rolling like normal. One day I get told I have a visitor and I'm like, who the heck knows I'm in here? And it was my mom. And it was probably one of the most hurtful things I went through in my life. And, you know, a lot of people, I don't know that story just because I haven't taken the time out to expo explore that story. Or just in general, just explore the story on my podcast. Um, so for, for some of you guys, this is the first time you're hearing it. Others, they, they know the story. Um, you may not know all the ins and outs, but... Um, it, it really didn't get better from there for a long time. Um, I <laughs> It was crazy because once I was able to get out of jail, nobody was notified. And at least notified in time for them to come pick me up. I ended up walking about six miles um, <laughs> to the main road 
um, before one of my buddies finally saw me walking and, and drove me back uh, to my house. Um, I lost my job as a camp, camp counselor um, and, and they didn't fire me. It's just it was the end of the season. Um, and I knew, you know, just from being an employee that they wouldn't rehire me with a DUI. So I knew I wouldn't be able to come back next summer and I didn't even apply. Um, then on top of that, when I went to go apply for a different job, um, I got the position and they actually turned it down um, during my interview once I told them because of the, my background check. Um, it, it was wild. You know, I, I didn't have a driver's license for a while. And for me going through that, you know, the state of Michigan had driver responsibility fees that you would have to pay. So for almost six or seven years, it was days that my driver's license was valid. It was days my driver's license was suspended. And it just kind of like, like kept tumbling down into this spiral. And all the way up until about three years ago, um, I was working at the car dealership and, you know, I was kind of frustrated with the way things were going, not with the money, uh, but just with the personnel, some of the personnel, the, the upper management. And I decided, you know what, I'm going to step away from this and I'm going I'm to go do something else. And I applied for a bank position and I, you know, passed the drug screen, passed the, all these other, you know, background checks and stuff like that. And then a day after accepting my offer, I get a phone call basically saying that they were revoking my offer because of the DUI on my background. And, you know, I, I beat myself up so bad because I'm like, now it's not even hurt me anymore. Like it's hurt my family, it's hurt my finances and it's not even fair. And then finally, you know, you know, I, I talked to my wife because uh, if you guys haven't heard, my brother's podcast is called Let's Talk Shop. Um, he asked us to talk about our spouses. And, you know, one of the things I said is my wife is the glue. You know, sometimes I may be the person with the, with the level head, but she's definitely the glue. She's definitely the glue. And, and the glue beats the level head every single day because she keeps it together. And she kept me together. She kept me together. And, you know, anytime that things have been down, she's kept me together. But for the for the biggest thing, you know, you have to understand that out of any of the situations that you have may have been in in life and any of the, the roadblocks or the hurdles that you had to jump over. And, and, and most of all, the beating that you've had to take out of life, life will kick your butt. You got to forgive yourself for everything you've ever done, everything that's on your conscience. Forgive yourself, even if you were wrong. Even if you still owe somebody, you forgive yourself. Forgive yourself first, okay? Because one of the things that it will do to you, it will start to make you look at things differently. And it will start to scare you because people won't understand what you're going through and you don't want them to understand. And you don't want them to understand because you haven't forgiven yourself and you're almost embarrassed about it to talk about it. It, it stops you from sharing things with people that could be beneficial for them. To, to stop them from making the same mistakes that you made. And it's huge. You know, some some things that you can do and you can experience and some things you have to experience for yourself. But sometimes having that knowledge of how things play out can save somebody's life, can save somebody's time, it can save somebody money, like uh, so many things. Be yourself. Nobody else is qualified for that position. My people, we are still in quarantine. There are some places that have you know, lifted the quarantine, the stay-at-home mandates here in West Michigan. We're still at the stay-at-home mandate. Things are getting better, though. God is working, okay? Um, things are getting better. 
So, you know, just keep praying, keep finding new things to do, set yourself a goal. Um, my weekly shout outs, uh, I'll shout out the people. Not everybody has gotten back to me. So if your name is on this list, you need to go ahead and get back to me. If you haven't already, if you've already got back to me, don't worry. I'm going to let them know specifics next week. But my buddy, Justin, my cousin, Tia, her daughters, Love, Jatan, Gabby, Savannah, my cousin, Chloe, Marielle, Rachel, Jerry, I miss you guys. All you guys. I, I hope, you know, whatever your new goals are since we've uh, started the at-home mandate, I hope you're crushing them. I know a few of you have gotten back to me and let me know what you're doing differently. A few of you have not, and I'm still waiting. And if you're listening, I'm waiting, Okay. Go and have yourself a great week. The weather was great over the weekend. I barbecued. I barbecued like your favorite uncle at the at the family reunion. I threw down. Okay? More to come. Have a great week. So to go for yourself and then crush it. And then tell me about it. And I'm going to talk about it on the podcast. Until next time, you know the words. All you was waiting for, stay motivated.